Welcome to the Emerited Podcast, the landowner podcast to empower you with inspiration, new perspectives, and quick tips for your forest management and land ownership journey. Have you ever wondered how active you have to be managing your land? I mean, you're hearing me talk about intentionally managing is the best way to get results you're happy with. And don't get me wrong, that's still the case. But I think we often can take that statement to the extreme to assume there is something to be done on the land every single day. And hey, if you have thousands of acres, that very well may be the case. But why do I keep mentioning intentionally managing? Well, because when it comes to planting trees and having forest lands, we can go to the other side of the extreme and assume that we can just be hands off and let it be. Or that the only times we have to be focused on actively managing is during times of harvest, which, you know, I do tend to talk about a lot. And then follow up time for reforestation. But the in-between? Is it really that critical to pay that close attention to what's going on? Well, let's take a look at what we're suggested and advised to do from someone much wiser than myself. Proverbs 27, verse 23. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Let's look at that again. Know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. We're instructed to know the condition of whatever it is we are stewarding. Of course, in this example, it's that of sheep, fitting, of course, for the ultimate shepherd of our life. But I think we could easily be just as stated for our trees and forest lands. Know the condition they are in. Sure, they may not need the daily attention quite the same as livestock does, but that doesn't mean that we should be neglecting our observations throughout the seasons. There's a lot that can happen out of our hands, which, if not noticed early on, can exponentially get worse if not kept in check. For example, pine beetles, if caught early enough, will not devastate your entire pine forest lands, and the salvage cut you may be required to do can be limited to a much smaller size rather than cutting the entire tract. Another example is issues with trespassing. If gone unchecked, trespassers can do an incredible amount of damage and problems to the land, such as running up those roads and stream beds, like, you know, they're having a grand old time four-wheeling, especially after a rainstorm. But they can take advantage of an unwatched tract, you know, also as a dumping ground. In extreme instances, you could also end up with a squatter situation. If you don't know what a squatter is, it's essentially where someone starts living on your tract. And in some states, depending on the amount of time that squatter has been present, they may be even able to claim a portion of that acreage as theirs now. Again, this is an extreme situation and the amount of time is typically at least 15 to 20 years. But when it comes to forest management, 15 to 20 years can easily pass without you not doing quote unquote much to the site if you're not intentional about visiting and doing other mid-management proactive stances. So we must stay engaged and formed on the condition of our forest lands. Not only is it biblically instructed, it's just simple common sense, honestly. But hey, what if you live long distance and you can't physically go visit your tract often? For a variety of reasons, you know, personal health reasons, maybe you're a caretaker for a family member, or simple financial means, you know, what do you do then? Well, I'm not letting you off the hook. That's when getting a local resource, whether it's a consultant forester you work with regularly, or just simply starting a relationship with your local county forester through the state, create a relationship with a professional near your tract who could be your eyes and ears on the land. Again, they're not going to go out and walk the lines weekly or even monthly, but you could ask for an annual visit to see if there's anything that needs to be updated for the plan. Ask for a forest health check, perhaps. If there's been a recent storm, you can ask for a damage check. So although you may not 
physically be able to go out on the land yourself in this season of life doesn't mean you can't still keep tabs on the condition of your land, even if things are in a more paused state in this moment. So we started this episode today about active management and intentional management and how active is intentional management. Well, as always, it depends. It's going to depend on your goals. First of all, everything always comes down to your goals as it should, because your actions should match your expectations. Someone with a higher timber revenue expectation should be expected to be doing a decent amount more silviculturally than someone with a smaller timber income expectation, but a strong personal aesthetic goal. Or at least they're going to be different silvicultural expectations. But it is also going to depend on the acreage amount you are in charge of. Are you managing 25 acres, 250 acres? 2,500 acres or 25,000 acres. There's a big difference on what you can and should be doing for each of these. The smaller the lot, obviously the quote unquote less you'll be doing across time because you're more likely looking at an all or nothing type of situation. That's not always the case, of course, but we're generalizing here. Compared to someone that has much larger acreages where you're going to have diversity across the landscape of different timber types and different age classes, which will need different work to be going on all at the same time. When you focus in stand to stand, the time frame between activities doesn't necessarily change. For example, it's still going to take about six months to a year to complete site prep and planting. After which, you know, depending on what you plant, you're either doing prescribed burning, you know, every two years, or maybe you won't even start that until 15 years later. And then, of course, periodically checking on the health while you wait for that first thinning to occur, which really opens the doors to explore different management regimes from that point forward until your final harvest. And so if you have a total track that is roughly the size as, say, one stand, you can see that traditionally, civiculturally wise, you'll have quote unquote, less to do than someone who has a lot more acreage and is having to have a matrix style of similar timeframes going on, but they're at different stages and therefore gives them a lot more to do more often, you know, perhaps even yearly or monthly. So activeness is going to be subjective for those two factors, goals and acreage, but intentionality is the same for both. Because intentionality is something that you do and can control. And after listening to this podcast, you won't have any ignorance excuses to use. Being intentional is either choosing to do or choosing not to do. And I'm not saying which one is right or wrong. They're simply different, but they are a choice nevertheless. It's your choice to know the condition of your flocks or to let them roam free at their leisure and pleasure. If your choice to give careful attention to the herd or to let them be what will be. And before you say, hey, if God is in ultimate control and he will have his ultimate plans one way or another, why does it matter if I'm intentionally managing for my purposes? Well, because we're instructed to be stewards of the land, not to be sloths and taking everything in, expecting rewards without the work for it. Going back to the beginning, even Adam was meant to work the most perfect garden of Eden, Genesis 2 verse 15. And if Adam was meant to work and keep a perfect garden, how much more so are we meant to work and steward an imperfect land? So your question for the day, are you actively and intentionally managing your land? What does that look like for you and your family? If you love these scripture inspired messages, be sure to subscribe to our Monday motivations where we can send you messages directly to your inbox and help you set the tone of the week on the right foot. 
And if you're ready to change your mindset to go from being a simple landowner to true steward of your family's assets, be sure to check out Landowner Steward Intensive Training starting September 18th, where we'll spend 12 days focused on land's financial sustainability and helping you and your family truly grasp and get on the same page of your land's finances to help you make wiser decisions and remove the liability risks to make your family land profitable and truly sustainable for the generations. Until next time.